I'm Samantha Sharris. And I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, September 5th. Here are today's headlines. We have an update on Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky's health. The Capitol's attending physician, Brian Monahan, wrote to the 81-year-old senator in a letter Tuesday that said, My examination of you following your August 30, 2023 brief episode included several medical evaluations, brain MRI imaging, EEG study, and consultations with several neurologists for a comprehensive neurology assessment. Monahan continued, There is no evidence that you have a seizure disorder or that you experienced a stroke, TIA, or movement disorder, such as Parkinson's disease. Monaghan also wrote, there are no changes recommended in treatment protocols as you continue recovery from your March 2023 fall. The assessment comes shortly after McConnell froze up for the second time last week when he was speaking with reporters. The Senate is back in session today while the House returns next week. Democrat Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island has asked Chief Justice John Roberts to investigate conservative justice Samuel Alito. The Hill reports that in a seven-page letter, Whitehouse logged an ethics complaint about Alito's recent interview with the Wall Street Journal's opinion section, in which the conservative justice said Congress has no authority to regulate the high court. Specifically, Whitehouse writes... On the Senate Judiciary Committee, we have heard in every recent confirmation hearing that it would be improper to express opinions on matters that might come before the court. In this instance, Justice Alito expressed an opinion on a matter that could well come before the court. So what did Alito say in that Wall Street Journal interview? The justice said, I know this is a controversial view, but I'm willing to say it. No provision in the Constitution gives them the authority to regulate the Supreme Court, period. According to The Hill, White House took Alito's comments as a direct response to his bill, which advances out of the Senate Judiciary Committee this summer and would require the justices to adopt a binding code of ethics. We will keep you all updated on this story as it develops. Our colleague Fred Lucas reports that President Joe Biden said earlier this year, that the Family and Medical Leave Act was a first step when it became law 30 years ago and should be expanded. But some employees hired by Biden's predecessor apparently didn't deserve the benefit, the Daily Signal has learned. Department of Homeland Security records reveal that Biden's presidential transition team in early 2021 denied a request for paid parental leave for two married DHS employees as they tried to care for the medical needs of a premature baby who spent the first week of life in the neonatal intensive care unit. The couple, Sherry Short and Michael Bars, were political appointees of the Trump administration, who say they weren't interested in salaries but only health insurance to help care for their infant. The denial of paid parental leave to them by the incoming Biden administration came after Homeland Security officials said Biden-Harris transition headquarters in Wilmington, Delaware, had reviewed the couple's request. One email reviewed by the Daily Signal said a high-level conversation occurred about whether to grant paid leave for short and bars. 
short than a DHS employee whose premature baby was born weighing five pounds and confined to a neonatal intensive care unit for a week, told the Daily Signal that Biden had reached an all-time low by targeting working mothers and their children. The federal government's family leave benefits were weaponized politically by the incoming Biden team, she added, and the situation represented the real war on women and a war on babies. We'll include a link to Fred's full article in today's show notes. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows pled not guilty today in the Georgia election interference case brought forward by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Fox News reports that the indictment against Meadows cited a phone call from January 2, 2021, during which former President Donald Trump requested that Brad Raffensperger, who is Georgia's Secretary of State, find votes to overturn the state's election results. Meadows was on the phone call as well, according to Fox, and Willis argues that his participation constituted a legal solicitation of a state official to violate his oath. John Eastman, Harrison Floyd, and Michael Roman also had their not guilty pleas posted today, according to USA Today. The Daily Caller News Foundation reports that Meadows, one of former President Donald Trump's 18 co-defendants, faces two charges, violating Georgia's Racketeering Influenced and Corruption Organizations Act and solicitation of violation of oath by a public officer. The Daily Caller News Foundation notes that Meadows is trying to have his case moved to federal court, arguing that the charges took place while he was serving as chief of staff. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had the chance, be sure to check out our morning show. It's right here in this same podcast feed. And tomorrow morning, The Daily Signal's Tyler O'Neill is going to be sitting down with Bradley Bertzer, a history professor and the Russell Amos Kirk Chair in American Studies at Hillsdale College, to discuss his new book on Tolkien. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for being with us today. We hope you all have a great night, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning for an engaging conversation on J.R. Tolkien. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.